Hello, Sidel. Hey, KB. <laughs> it has been forever since we have podcasted, and we apologize to our loyal audience. <laughs> but it's also been forever since we've been in a room together, so maybe you should apologize to me. What? I, I came to Baltimore last. When was that? I don't even remember. When was that? Yeah, I got it nothing. Was it was a long time, time ago. ago. But today we ended up being here together because I had to drop my dad off in Prince George's County. Um, and as I was driving down there, muttering under my breath about the drive, it <laughs> occurred to me, oh, this only puts me 30 minutes away from Trina. And I called her and was like, hey, I'm coming down. And here I am. Yes. And I was even willing to forego my nap. Oh. Which is what I was planning to do when you called. I actually took a nap earlier. Oh! <laughs> and I'm also making her go to pizza with me, so. Well, that's not much of a hardship. There's a great pizza place if you're in D.C. at Columbia Heights called Pete's New Haven Pizza. Oh, my gosh. And so the last time I was here was for that, and that was at the inauguration back in January. <gasps> yeah. Yes. <gasps> oh, it was breakup weekend. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Oh, that was so sad. <laughs> it was so sad. We went out for pizza and she started asking me what was going on with the boyfriend at the time. I just started crying in the middle of the restaurant and she's like, Wine. <laughs> and like changed the subject. She's like, I didn't want you to have to cry in public. But yeah. now we can laugh about it. At the time it was not a laughing matter. It was horrible. Like yeah. here's the president being elected. I'm so excited. And at the same time my personal life was havoc. <laughs> it's like the last thing I wanted to do was see a good looking black man on television. <laughs> Um, so here we are, and we have a couple things to talk about. We're three, yeah. epi- three episodes, three issues behind right. on Berta. I know, we are. It's crazy. And um, so speaking of Berta, what do we call it these days? Yeah, so there was this whole thread on Pattern Review about the fact that Berta doesn't say Berta World of Fashion anymore, but I think it's been like that for a little bit, because if you go back to even March, it just says Berta. Yeah. But I like it being called Biwaf because that's so much more fun to say than Berta. And plus, it's easy to differentiate it from their printed pattern. And it's got my acronym of, oh. Oh, that's right. My acronym of. WTF. Yeah, which, use your imagination for the WTF. Um, So, I, you know, look, I remember when I used to get Berta's and they had recipes in the back. And I never used the recipes, but, like, I thought it was neat. Yeah. Well, I like... They've always had some projects. I don't mind the additional projects because they haven't cut back on the number of sewing patterns they have. So as long as they don't stop being a sewing magazine and become a craft magazine, which I understand the magazine has been around for decades. Yeah, so yeah. I, I think we're safe that it will stay sewing. Um, some of the craft projects are cute. Some of them are weird. Oh, they're always weird. Remember the carnival outfits? Okay. Well, well the water bottle lady. <laughs> yes. Go back to podcasts and you can hear about that. But like in these, I mean, what I would tell you about the May, the new one that came out in May, they have like some really cool decoupage and the last two have also had some quilting. And I guess because I've been quilting, like it doesn't bother me. It's the same amount of clothes near as I can tell. Yeah, but... By really cool decoupage, you mean cockroaches crawling over the furniture decoupage? I don't know that they're cockroaches. I think they were like red spiders. (laughs) (laughs) They're some kind of beetle, and they are crawling all over furniture. I don't want any kind of beetle inside my house. They also do plates. and I like the decoupage plates. The decoupage plates. I was just at the Ikea. I should have got a bamboo plate. I totally wanted to get, um, because Christy was telling me, 
that they hold, well, two reasons. One, to store nail polish in, which I'm going to talk about in a minute, but also to keep my pattern magazines in. I really need to go to Ikea. Oh, that furniture that they yeah, have. Yeah, that would totally help me out these days. But pattern magazines or patterns? Patterns. She, oh. did, she did measure it, though, and said that magazines could go in flat, oh. which is good enough for me. Yeah, I actually was at Ikea to get more magazine, wire magazine holders. Oh, for the, yeah. For, for my BWAFs. It's a it's a collection. Um, what I was going to say, though, briefly about nail polish, and I'm totally ruining this because it was going to be tomorrow's blog post, is that um, Tracy Reese, the designer, who you just made a dress I about. I just made her but dress. I guess we'll talk about that when we get to what we're working on now, um, or <laughs> what we did, <laughs> what we done did. Um, she has a line of nail polish colors that came out that I think are disgusting. <laughs> Yeah, I totally disagree. I, I love the colors. You don't like coral. I, I mean, don't. Who doesn't like coral? I, there's something about orangey nail polish on me and on other people that I find intrinsically unappealing. But what I love about coral is that it's a cross between orange and pink. I just, I think it looks, like I think the colors she did, and I know if you read my blog today, you know I'm wearing green nail polish, but there's like a green I didn't like, a blue I didn't like, <laughs> and I just, but what I did think was interesting is what is Tracy Reese doing now that she's licensed with Vogue, that she's licensed with Sally Hansen nail products, like what a way as a designer to sort of... I say good for her because, you know, she has Tracy Reese, she has Plenty by Tracy Reese, so... Plenty is a slightly more affordable line, not in my price range. Well, I didn't even know who Tracy Reese was until she came out with the Vogue patterns and everyone was talking about it. Then I had to go look her up. So. Oh, she's great. I, I am proud of her for commodifying her her person. No, I mean, I think it's a neat way to get your name out there. And I think any designer who does sewing patterns, like they're helping they're helping us. Um, I mean, Cynthia Rowley is designing again for Simplicity. Right. I haven't looked at those yet. They're, I think they're cute. She used to do Butterick, and I had a couple of those patterns. And I would also say... Um, but has she passed into cultural irrelevance? I don't know. I, I don't see Cynthia Rowley around very much. And for a while, she had a feature in Elle magazine. Yeah. And then and, she had the books that came out. Yeah. Oh, and then the line at Target. Yeah, but I feel like That's when it jumps the shark. <laughs> oh, sorry. She I says star fading. Shark has jumped. The shark, but <laughs> all right. Well, the point. I don't know. But uh, Tracy Reese, I think, is really. I don't think she's even at the height of her creative. No, powers, I think she's I just think starting. She's, yeah. So it's exciting that she's she's letting us participate in her design. I wish she would let me participate in her hairstyling because I thought the wig malfunction on the cover <laughs> of the dresses for Vogue were. Awful. I just want to go on the record and <laughs> the say that. The plastic Rapunzel wig. It was terrible. It's like they took some pink oil sheet, sprayed it down, and braided a plait down the middle of her back. Horrible. Yeah. Let a girl go natural every once in a while. I know. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, yeah. I think you paused because you felt like you weren't allowed to comment on I that. sort of am not allowed to comment, but I was so pleased to see that they had yes, an, yes, a yes, woman yes. of color as a yes. model. No, you're right, and then, I shouldn't pick. Like, I was thrilled to see a black woman. No, I woman. was thrilled to see that, too. But at the same time, it sort of negates it if you make her have white hair. Pink oil cheek. <laughs> They just sprayed it down and slicked it back. Yeah. It was terrible. Um, <laughs> so that's what we're thinking of Vogue and Simplicity these days, I guess. Um, um, so, so let's start with April. 
Okay. We both just got March yesterday, so that's very exciting. But April um, was, of course, the bridal wear. Yes. Um, which I can't really say I look forward to it every year because I don't get married every year or any year for that matter. But someday. <laughs> One of the reasons I like bridal is I sort of feel like if you think about it, back in the day, everybody had a wedding dress made. Wedding dresses yeah. were so not ready to wear. So it's interesting for me to see how they're interpreting wedding styles because I have to tell you about a show I'm, like, obsessed with. Okay. It's um, Say Yes to the Dress, and it airs on TLC. Yeah, I don't cable. have cable. She's got <laughs> – we'll talk about that <laughs> offline. But um, it's at uh, Kleinfeld in New York. And it's these girls who are coming in, and it's, like, following the bridal consultants as they're helping people pick out the dresses. Mm -hmm. And I've learned, actually, a lot about fashion and design from watching it. Oh, that's interesting. Because, like, there's the modern bride, and those dresses are, like, kind of kooky, and then there's the vintage bride. Um, So I really, really like it. If If you can manage to watch it and just enjoy it for that and not get upset when, like, the women start to cry because they found the love of their life or their father start to cry. And you think, my God, my dad will never cry for me like this. Like if you can manage through that part, like it's a great show. I really, I have to recommend it. That's nice. Well, it's, it's good to hear that there exists a bridal show that's actually sweet. Okay. Rather than exploitive. Like, here we go. We have to talk no. about this. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> when I was in Miami, um, there was cable in our hotel room. My sister and I were at this fancy hotel. And so we watched this terrible bridal I, show. That I don't know that it was, was terrible. About this guy who, um, he comes to you, your wedding is almost, your wedding is coming up in a few weeks. And he says, everything you've chosen is tacky and horrible. Can you hold on a moment so they can hear me audibly sigh? <laughs> All right. Everything you've chosen is tacky and horrible for the sole reason that it is what was in your price range. And here's it's where not, I, I, this is so where it's I. Just, no, it's just this idea that everyone has to have everything rich people have and that we should all be able to live like rich people, which is what got us into this economic crisis in the first place. Okay. Now, here is where I disagree. I think that they think that the wedding they're putting on is great. I think they like their dresses. I think they like their cake. I think they like their haul. I think he, and by default, you and I, think it is tacky and horrible because we have an aesthetic of, like, an upper middle class work, not work. Uh, what am I trying to say? A professional L. Bougie. All right. I got a bougie <laughs> taste. Trying I'm bougie. trying to say we're kind of bougie. And so I think we've decided what we think looks nice. And what, because I, I just don't see why everyone has to share that aesthetic. And I agree. But what you're saying is, is that you think that that wedding is tacky because that's what they could afford. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm oh. saying he is telling them that their wedding is tacky. I think it would be like the wedding they always dreamed of. I do, but too. I think those are... He was like, oh, your centerpieces are so hideous. And then you look at them, and they're obviously centerpieces that were in her budget. And but then see, he and I, her... and, But I think that some of those things, like some of those things in their budget would be more appealing to you or I in that same budget because it fits our aesthetic. And I think that's that's the difference is he's putting his aesthetic on them. Listen, I have... But he goes way out of the budget. So he pays for these new elements. And so he's like, your your centerpiece is tacky because it's cheap. Here is a $7,000 centerpiece and I will buy it for you. I mean, what I would say is I have been to $40,000 weddings of friends and family and they have been tacky (laughs) because they... 
don't have the same kind of taste that I do. But my new thought is, who am I to say that it's stacky? And yeah. so, no, I, that's that's what, that's my whole objection right. to this show. So I guess I don't think he's mean. I think he is subscribing to the aesthetic that we see on television. There was this one time I was in Hagerstown, Maryland, which to me is the sticks, but to other people is probably a thriving <laughs> and these girls were going to prom and their dresses were awful <laughs> awful they still had big 1980 something hair everything was shiny with ruffles and tucks and pleats and I remember saying don't they get 17 magazine because I sure do and I think the difference is is for that community that aesthetic was great it wasn't my aesthetic right. so I don't think he's mean she does I do <laughs> I think that I think that he does not allow for the fact that not everyone lives the way rich people live on TV. But what about when he puts a girl in a dress that looks better on her because what she had was too tight, too low? Now that, I, I didn't see this. This girl's okay. dress, she, she kept her dress, okay. so whatever. It was just, it was centerpieces and then like, you know, $600 cake servers from Waterford Crystal. <laughs> I mean, it was just like, whatever. Product placement. Product placement, nothing that will change your life. And all it does is make everyone else think that they're inadequate because they can't afford whatever, you know, Waterford cake server and then go into debt and it's ridiculous. But let me say this one last thing on weddings and then you can say another last thing because we probably berated (laughs) you guys. Like, have you all fast forwarded? I know. Because keep fast forwarding. I got one more story. Um, I went to a friend. I was in a friend's wedding. We're actually no longer friends. And her husband after he went to somebody else's wedding, came back, and I was like, how was that wedding? He says, eh, it was okay. I felt like they were trying to have a wedding like ours, and it just didn't work. And I was like, are you kidding me? I remember, I totally forgot I did not like you people. <laughs> like, that's that's rude. Yeah, Don't that compare is. your wedding to other people's no. weddings. And so I can see how a show like this one we're talking about would do that. Yes. But watch Say Yes to the Dress. I think you'll really like it. I would watch that. Okay. Okay. But back to the bridal wear. Back to the bridal wear. Um, so I like that it was simple. I, I was, it's cute. There's some cute stuff. I am loving, loving number 115, which is also number 114, which is the petite dress that has sort of a raglan sleeve yeah. and a, a triangular shaped front bodice and a seamed front skirt. It's great. It's really cute. And so I... Um, cut out a high-waist skirt, I think from February, and I went to fuse the waistband and realized I had absolutely no white interfacing. <laughs> so I had completely run out, so I had to go to Joanne Fabric, and while I, and I looked at the fabric, I didn't really see anything I liked. I got some patterns, and I got my interfacing, but then when I was at the cutting table with the slowest cutting person in the world, the girl in front of me was getting a bunch of denim. And one of the bolts was this really dark, medium-weight stretch denim. And I suddenly had a vision of this dress. Oh, that would be pretty. Oh, it's going to be great. That's going to be good. Yes. I, um, For me, my favorite dress in the bridal section was number 127. Um, it's kind of, I guess it's sort of a ball gown. It's got a scallop-laced edge. I just thought it was really pretty. It reminded me of a dress that I saw in Patronus um, that Ariel uh, let me look at. And I just, I thought it was really lovely. I did not care for number 125. I thought it was kind of, um, 
Oh, number one, princess seam, yeah. raglan sleeve. Yeah, it was a little yeah. 70s for me. Oh, it has lace sleeves. Yeah, but I thought 102 was really great, and you all know how I feel about the twist anything. But I 102 like it. is, is really cute. It's, yeah. It's spaghetti straps, a notched upper bodice, a high midriff. At the upper bodice, it's not a twist, it's, it's a gather. Yeah. Um, which I've seen in Ready to Wear a lot. It's it's so beautiful and sunny and actually hot in D.C. today. I know. Everyone was running around in sundresses. And I don't have... What, what is wrong with me, Renee? I have, so no, I have no sundresses. And I actually have no... Um, we talked about this club clothes. I don't have any club clothes either. I don't either. have any club clothes. I went on a date last night and I was looking for something sexy to wear. And I was like, oh... All of my clothes can be worn to work. Yeah, me too. But I spend all my time making clothes I can wear to work. I know, because that's where, that's where I spend clothes. most of the time. If somebody wants to ask me out every night of the week, I'll make more date clothes. Um, but I, I actually have an idea for a go-out outfit. I was wearing Ooh. a short. I usually don't generally wear shorts, and so I was wearing um, this short wrap skirt around the house yesterday, and I thought, oh, you know, with like a tool underlay to make it kind of like fun, this dress could, this skirt could probably work as a go out outfit, oh, and it wouldn't no. be too complicated. No, no, no. So that's what I'm thinking. That's fun. I just I want to make some short dresses, and I need to make some sundresses with spaghetti straps. Yeah, but you're you you and I both like something about our hemlines not moving up past. The they knee. are not. And I have decent legs. I like have there's good legs. there's a good six inches above my knee that I'm willing to show. Yeah, it's anything true. below the saddlebag is yeah, very I'll, attractive. I'm with you. So That's the part of- <laughs> and the saddlebag is not pretty high. Yeah. I don't know what the deal is. So, and you know, I'm still cellulite free, so I feel like we should work on that. I um, know. The other thing that I really, really liked from this edition that I'm going to give a try once I get my pants slipper done is number 118. They're like the denim jeans that um, Tanny and Dawn from Two On, Two Off have both made. And I think, oh, and Kay Benko made them too. And I, I think they could be really, really flattering. Yeah. I like the, the back pocket in the front situation. Yeah, It's a really cute idea. So I'd be happy to give those a try. And then we should talk about the jumpers. Okay. The jumpsuits? Yeah. I, listen, I, I, I got, I hear your reactions on the blog and I should probably avoid it because of my fitting issues with the sway back and riding up in the crotch area, which the is crotch. also not pretty. I mean, the will no one think of the crotches because <laughs> jumpsuits, you know, all ready to wear is a problem with fitting. Jumpsuits are a huge problem with fitting because everyone's torso is a different length yeah. and your crotch, you've got either like disgusting baggy crap right. clown crotch right. or you have like uncomfortable yeast infection crotch. yeah which is what my fear would be and I would want the short shorter and everything slightly looser but I'm telling you I was at like the party in Baltimore City last weekend um and there were so many people age appropriate and not <laughs> and body appropriate and not who were rocking these jumpsuits and they were really cute so I'm with you I think you said fancy shorts no, I will give you actually a romper with shorter shorts than this. Yeah, yeah, I can't wear the whole jumpsuit. Although I like, I like the dressy tuxedo style one. I ain't gonna no, ever wear no, it. I'm not gonna ever wear that. But either. I liked it. I I was not into it. 
I'm telling you, three years from now, no, everyone's going right. to have them on. It's going to be it's like... It's going to be me. It'll be like the three-quarter sleeves when they first came out I in 1992. <laughs> I was like, those don't make any kind of sense. I, I never <laughs> wear three-quarter sleeves. And here we are, but, ten years later, still wearing I know. Them. Like, do I have any full-length sleeves? Yeah. Sleeve? No, no. Um, yeah, so the 131 romper which is the shorts romper with a little notched collar and little safari styling is actually pretty cute, but the shorts are too long. They They're are like too mid-thigh. long. They need to be, they need to be short. They need to be short. Yeah. I think mid thigh looks like you're sort of kind of maybe going to work, but stupid. Shorts aren't there at all right now. Shorts are either knee length city shorts or they're little yeah. shorts. I saw a girl speaking of club wear the last time I went to a club a couple weeks ago in, in little, Sort of bloomer shorts. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, they were cute. Now, I also have to say that this girl was like, you know, 5'22 or something. Like she was so tall. Her legs were like as tall as I am. So it was fine for her to be wearing bloomer shorts. But they were I, Yeah, kind of I got to tell you, I could do those with gladiators or high heels. I'd be willing to give it a go. Yeah. Well, and I've already told you I have, I'm, I'm strangely drawn to the idea of a pair of seersucker culottes. Oh, you don't have to tell me. I meant to go to the store today to buy Seersucker for my final project dress. Oh, so you're not going to berate me for culottes? Oh, wait. Culottes. Cool. Are- <gasps> <laughs> oh, no. no. No, no, no. I got this simplicity pattern. Do I need to put this on hold to talk to you? And I um, I think no. if I can find the right Seersucker no. to make them, I think you will be a convert. No. Yeah. No. I have an idea. I do have you, a vision. Do you remember when I went to Panama, like way, but like two years ago, and there were the long pants with the wrap-over front skirt? What? No, that's those are what culottes are. That is, no, that is a skirt. A skirt has a wrap-over skirt. A culotte is a very wide short. I don't even want to hear you say culotte. <laughs> No. I think the last time I had culottes, I was in second grade. My Can you mom, not even say culottes? <laughs> my mom made me this set. There was these hot pink culottes with a matching I'm, hot pink vest. I'm a little nauseous. Where no, is there a bowl? And it was so cute. It was like my favorite outfit. And I have a picture of me on the monkey bars with my friend. Ah, monkey bars. In my culottes with matching vest. And I was totally rocking them. I can't take it. Um, all right. Is there anything else you want to talk about in this issue? No, I think I'm covered. I am stealing your chocolate, though. Is okay, this what you would call you the white chocolate? Oh, God. Please eat the white chocolate. I hate it. I actually Sweet. meant to throw it away. All right. <laughs> Appetizing. All right. So let's move to, to May. May, which we both just got yesterday. Yes. The infamous dresses issue. Yes. Although, aside from the dresses, did this look like November to you? Dude, it was all beige. No, it wasn't the long sleeves and the jackets. I got it. Here's the thing I need to say about Berta right now. If there are three themes I never want to see again, yet I know when it's coming, is Africa anything. (laughs) Safari. (laughs) Yes. Um, actually, maybe just those two. Those Safari every other month. Yeah, and it's been like that for three freaking years. I know. So that I don't quite understand. I know. Um, but let's talk about the dresses. Okay. Because there are some cute ones. Uh, and also, oh, that's not white chocolate. No, or I'm dark sorry. chocolate. Well, I'll eat the dark chocolate. I'll eat the rest of it. Can I take this piece out of no. my mouth? No, <laughs> you can put it in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> Keep talking. <laughs> um, 
So let me complain a little bit about Berta's freaking photo styling. Ah. Because in the line drawings, the dress I'm most interested in is number 122. And it has little pleats at the shoulders and a little puff sleeve and a waist seam that looks to be right about at natural waist with a pleat on the bodice and a pleat on the skirt underneath. And it looks really cute. And then you go and look at the picture. Yeah, God. The photo is of a baggy sack on a woman who is sitting sideways. <laughs> And I don't want to make a baggy sack, but I can't tell if it's just because she's I don't think it's going to be baggy. Yeah, because know. here's the thing: even the it's got those two front darts, and you can actually see that line. I know you can see the waist, and you could totally get rid of some of that ease if you wanted to, yeah. as long as you don't stir the front and top together. Um, what I would actually like to say about this issue is I think that the plus-size dresses are fan-freaking-tastic. They are so... Number 133, the shirt dress with all the little pleats yep. and the skirt. Really, really cute. Um, 134 oh, with, with the, the ruffles and the drop shoulder, ah. and it's got that really nice um, waist seam. And then the three-seam, yeah. the three-panel skirt, yeah. which makes it great for Really fitting. nice. But even this, like, 129 with, like, the flutter sleeves and the boob gathers, really nice. Yeah. So totally makes... Well, I don't know... Well, kind of makes me. Well, I guess I can make it myself. Yeah, but yes. um, they're really nice. I think that they outdid themselves. No saggy, ugly. Um, no, no dresses. Sacks. The other thing that I think is really trendy for Berta is number one eighteen with that dress. sheer overlay. It's a petite dress. That's. I mean, it's not a work dress. I don't think. No, but I. I was drawn to it. This is one of the rare instances. Usually, I. Do you make that as a short dress and use yes, it as? Yes, I would club use outfit? it as a short dress for going out. I usually skip over the pictures, basically, and just look at the line drawings. But this actually, number 117, or 118, with the drape overlay, yeah, it actually looks a lot better in the picture than the line drawing. Although, again, sitting down, can't see a thing. <laughs> and then, let's see. Um, I know I've said this before. I'm so over in anything with the gathers. Number 117, number 121, number 121. I'm all sort of done with those. You know, like once, I love 117. I, it's okay. It's got this really interesting princess seams. It's like a princess seam slash dolman sleeve. And and the construction is just very interesting. And I think it, it could be a very flattering I dress. I that. Now, if there's, I, I shouldn't call this a complaint, but one of the, one of the features... I quite like that Berta is doing is where they take one pattern and they make three different things, just as they did in the month prior with the um, jumpsuits. They did that with the dresses. And now that I'm, how many times can I say I'm taking design classes? But now that I'm taking, <laughs> now, that I'm take, now that I'm a designer, but now that I'm taking the flat pattern class, I think it's really helpful to people who are sewing so you could see that a basic dress can, like what can be done with it, so that you don't keep thinking you have to buy a new pattern for every single thing. Right. So I thought that was great. Um, so what did you think of this month's One Pattern, Four Ways? I liked the trench dress and the other ones I could have taken or leave. Yeah, I'm not big on the ruffle on the bottom. Yeah. Um, I, the leather dress is interesting in concept, although I certainly wouldn't make it in leather. Yeah, I do. I want to point out um, two other things. I think the dress from the cover with the ruffles on the shoulders mm-hmm. is really cute. I think that would be a great summer wedding dress. And, oh. um, yeah, but I'm all done with the summer weddings. And then um, 
For the skirts, I usually think Berta skirts are kind of boring, but I thought they had really interesting skirts this month with number 116. I really like number 116. You know, I made that one tulip skirt that I think ended up actually being really flattering on my pear shape. Um, the other skirt is super boring. Can I just point something out about the hat, number yes. 141? Their seams don't match up. <gasps> they don't. Look at that picture. Yeah, if you flip to the actual page, in the U.S. English versions, it's page 31. Um, the seams of the hat don't match up. And I am really surprised they put that in there. It's mostly that one that's all wonky. Yeah, but that they, they don't all match in the center. Yeah. So, Which is hard to do when you've got six panels coming together. I agree. But, it's a lot of stopping short. But, yeah. um, you know, us, uh, so we like to pick. And... There's a great vest. It is. It's the extra pattern. And if you go to the end of the magazine, it actually tells you that next month um, they're going to do one vest three ways. So I'm kind of excited to see what that is. Yes. I thought the vest was interesting because it's not very fitted. Yeah. But I think, I feel like, um, wait, does it come with those sleeves on it? Yeah. I totally missed that. Yeah, version 108 comes with sleeves. Oh, yeah. You know, I love that. So, Mm -hmm. um... It's not fitted, but I feel like we're doing a lot of slouchy menswear influence kind of stuff oh, yeah. these days. So I, that kind of works for me. Um, you know, what's interesting is I love, I really like making blouses, but they take a lot of time. But I so prefer a woven blouse to a knit top. I love mm. a knit dress. No, but, but yeah, you, you like structured tailored I clothing, do. though. Yeah. You're a professional chic. That's me. <laughs> According to Lucky, I'm American classic, but I like professional I chic like better. I like professional chic. Um, so, okay, what are you working on? Um, I am working on my final project for school, which is a copy of an anthropology dress. I can't remember the name of it, but you can find it on my blog. And I actually need to look up what that word means so I can under or a file or something like that. What? Or a file? Or a file? And she's the smartest person I know, so. Um, but it's this, uh, it's a neat dress. Unless I mean, it means gold lover. That would be me. <laughs> um, but I'm going to, it's cool. It's got French darts, waist darts, little darts at the neck. It's got a cool ruffle down the side. Um, I was on the phone with Margie this morning and we were talking about different ways of doing it. Cause originally I was going to do it with princess seams and then I decided to do a straight copy. Um, so I'm either going to do that in seersucker with like oh. a print ruffle um, or I'm going to do it in like a navy blue or menswear striped fabric and do like a men's Whoa. shirting down the side, which I think would work a little bit better for that my be office really environment. Cute. It's going to be super cute. And if I could somehow manage to draft it and anybody wants to buy it for me in a size 14 <laughs> pattern, I'm happy to talk to you. So start my pattern drafting career early. That's right. So that honestly will probably, if I'm, you know, I wanted to make something to take to PR weekend in Portland. But really, the thing I need to make for that is a raincoat, and I'm not going to. Uh, that's a big commitment. Yeah. I just, Especially with your, while you're still in class. Right. I need to be done with class before I can do any sort of yeah. long-term sewing projects. Yeah. Um, well, I finished the Tracy Reese Vogue 1086. Yes. It's very cute. I still don't think it's worthy of Tracy Reese. I'm pretty disappointed in that. Well, what we talked about yesterday, though, is... I think, um, I mean, Ralph Rucci's patterns, not that I've worked with them, but it seems like he does his for the industry. That's true. And I think Tracy Reese's pattern, from what you said and Erica said, or the way Erica's looked to, is it has to be simple enough, I think. No, it's totally accessible. It's accessible for 
not a, a very beginner, but a beginner with patience could totally make that dress. There's nothing complicated about it. So that's really nice that someone of a, of a lower skill level can sew with a designer pattern. So that's, that is great. But for someone of a higher skill level but who is too lazy to do a Ralph Rucci because they're way too right. complicated. <laughs> I need something in the middle. <laughs> I, I actually like it, and I have it laying on my um, cutting table right now. I have some great fabric tooth prints left over from Ghana that I could use, but I'm, I'm getting at that point where I'm nervous about cutting into any more Ghana fabric because yeah. I've done two, I gave away two, and it's like, this is it, and I'm probably never going back to Ghana in my lifetime. So I'm getting a little... Starting to feel a little too good to cut Don't into. Don't let it get too good I to know, use. I know, but, you know, it's so I know, special. but I can't tell you the mantra. There will always be more fabric. I Yeah, and it's it's got that emotional attachment, so I don't know. I have some fabric that somebody gifted me off of PR um, that's a Japanese print, and the same thing is going to happen. I'm not going to want to cut into it. <laughs> well, you'll have to take a look at mine, but like Erica B., I found the neckline a ridiculous. Oh, is it? A ridiculous. It would have shown my bra. I raised it like an inch and a half. So what do you think? And you're not, I mean. I'm not busty. So, huh. it's It's not that, you know, I mean, it was below my bra. Oh, my God. I can see your sternum. Yes. I know. So. I would be Laura from Project Runway. <laughs> oh, and you're a redhead, too. Yeah. Um, why do you, now, do you think that's bad drafting or is that a design element? It does not look like a design element based on the pattern photo. I think it's a drafting issue. Same. And that's what I mean. I know. That's a problem. And I, um, so I cut out, I just traced and cut out a high-waisted skirt on Thursday because I was watching TV. But then I couldn't work on it because I found I had no interfacing. Um, I admit I totally have not touched that jacket this weekend. I don't, Uh, I have such a mental block against it. But I have been very busy this weekend. You did. You were. And I need to work on my pants slipper. I should throw that in there. Um, I was going to say about interfacing, I just made my first order from So Exciting. And I'm, I'm really curious to try it out. Like, honestly, at this point, if it doesn't bubble... And it doesn't shrink, and it doesn't peel off after three washes. It's well worth the money. Yeah. Well, you'll have to tell me about your experience. I was, I didn't want to have to wait to do a no, no, order. yeah. So, but which is why, like, I was completely out of pretty much every single interfacing I needed. And on, like, I'll say this much: the um, glue's not flaking off. Oh, that's good. Which was my issue with my last Joanne's buy. And did like, you do a pre-shrink? Um, these don't require a pre-shrink in the really? same way because they're professional grade. You have, oh. you have to apply it a little differently, but they don't have to be pre-treated. Now that's interesting. I know. So to me, it's probably, so I got about two yards of everything. So we'll okay. see. It should yeah. last me a good several months. Let me know. Well, I had bought a ton of interfacing at Jomar, which now I wish I had bought more. I should have bought 10 yards of each. I think I got five yards of knit and five yards of plain medium weight woven but they're both in dark colors right because that's what they had and it was totally not an issue and still I started sewing for spring and I was like oh I can't use gray interfacing on all of my projects we should call Karen and a lady uh, and story of E and see if they want to meet up again this summer for a day trip like if we left at a decent hour like at 9 10 you know have lunch and just do a day trip because it is Philly was a fun city Um, and with all the fashion programs I might be a neat exhibit we could go see yeah so that would be cool I also want to go to New York (laughs) I'm going to New York but I shouldn't talk I'll tell you when we get off why I'm going I guess I can't piggyback on that trip. No, because... Oh, yes, you can! 
<laughs> we'll talk about it later. I think my aunt still listens to the podcast, so I will save that story for when we're offline. <laughs> I'm sure it's only good. I love your aunt. <laughs> yeah, Aunt Judy. Aunt she's Judy, the best. I love her. Yeah, we should take her fabric shopping. She was we really should. fun about it. Oh, we should go to New York. We should go to New York. She's my Goodreads friend. Yeah, we she and like she. Each oh, books. I know. And she adds. And I notice she adds the books that you just reviewed. <laughs> I've been bad on Goodreads. Okay. Um. Every anything good for the order, as my boss likes to say at the end of cabinet meeting. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> it means I don't. I don't know what it technically means, but it's like anything you want to add before we close. I believe I have no more action items to add to the list. <laughs> I love it when you speak lawyer ease. Um, I think I'm good too. So sorry we took so long. Yeah, but I hope that you enjoyed this. We've we've gone over our 30 minutes a little to make up for it. Yeah. So uh, consider this your cool down period. <laughs> we'll try to be more regular. Now I have a MacBook. And so I am able to host the recording of podcasts. Yes. It's very exciting. Although I have to say, she does not love it as much as I love my Mac. Oh, uh, I just want to tell people, if you do have a Mac, um, David Coffin gave me a great program idea to use for editing pictures called Skitch, S-K-I-T-C-H. If you just want to be able to draw on your pictures, it's great for that. It's the only thing I found. Yeah, it's good. Just Google it and you can Skitch and then you can download the program and... um, you open up your picture in Sketch, and you can write on it, and you can put arrows on it, and so that's what I've been using. If you've noticed, I'm using a new arrow style yeah. in my pictures, which I really hope you haven't noticed because <laughs> it's so not interesting. Well, another good thing but. too that I discovered today, like on the Anthropology site, which won't let you save big pictures of yeah. details, using Sketch, you can you if can you're take a screen cap. you can and a small screen cap. You don't have to yeah. take the entire screen, so yeah. you can take what you need. So it's also great for that. Yeah, you just center your square over what you want. Click and yep. it takes a picture. Of and it. it's not just for Mac; it also works for PCs. Yeah. I'm a PC. <laughs> I am a Mac. <laughs> All right, so um, I want some pizza. Let's roll. Okay, well, thanks for listening and keep on stitching. Keep on stitching. Bye bye. <laughs>